0: The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. That list gets longer every time I read it. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash B E T. state restrictions apply driver start your of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh I- improper to say as well if you could talk about racing
1: things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod Villa gomez and cody zeeb as
0: the bush clash and the daytona 500 and the 2023 nascar season roll ever closer it is the nascar gambling podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Villa Gomez. There's only a couple more weekends in which we can stop saying the season will be here soon. And Cody, I for one, look, this is our first offseason. All right. This is the first time we've ever, you know, had an off-season. Uh, we, we started a couple of weeks before the clash and and mowed on through all the way to the to the end of the season. But I'm tired of saying the phrase. The, the season's almost here. I'm sure the listeners are tired of hearing me say this season is almost here. So God, can we just get the season already, Cody, please?
1: Oh my goodness, Rod. It <laughs> seems like every time we talk, we just get a little bit closer. I guess that would be how it works, but oh, we're so close. Yes. 98th episode of this podcast, creeping up on a hundred so quickly. Um, but man, it's just, it's it's almost like time is slowing down. Now we're We're so close, right? It's less than 20 days to the Clash, 18 days until the Clash of the Coliseum, and it's just like its time is slowing down, and it's taking forever to get here. I'm not trying to wish football away, but... Get out of here, football. Let's get some NASCAR in here. Now nah, nah, let's put the brakes
0: on that. I, uh, I want to okay. see football continue on. Well, up.
1: yeah, we get to the you know your 49ers can win the Super Bowl and then we can have the Daytona 500. Let's go.
0: Boom. <laughs> I love it. And then Jimmy Johnson wins the the Daytona 500. Oh, Whoa! Boy, did, what,
1: what what a two weeks that would be for Rod right what there.
0: Fantastic two. Uh, the Niners weeks. win the
1: Super Bowl. Brock Purdy at at the helm. And then, uh, Jimmy Johnson wins, wins the Daytona 500.
0: Look, 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 I don't know what deity I have to pray to for that to happen, but if whatever deity out there is listening, I don't care. I don't care what it is. If, if it, we got to make this happen, we got to make this happen. I will light every candle in the freaking state of California. If I have to, to make that happen, that'd
1: be beautiful. <laughs> Rod's just walking around with a pocket <laughs> full of lighters as, as the fuel runs out of each one as he's lighting, every candle I'm picturing that now. That's, that's fun. <laughs>
0: uh don't tempt me
1: anyways so 18 days till the clash of the Coliseum, which means we're 32 days from the daytona 500 just over a month away um and yeah so let's uh let's take a look at the number 32 car in nascar um it has exactly 1,000 starts in the nascar cup series um pretty impressive the last time it was raced was november 8th of 2020 Not a number that's currently being used, but boy, if we keep getting more entries to the Daytona 500, somebody's going to have to use it, aren't they? (laughs) Yeah, they are. Or the 032. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, so Ricky Craven actually has the most starts in this, 133 races, two wins. When I think of the 32 car, I think of Ricky Craven, Kurt Busch. Darlington back in the day, I think that was 2003 maybe, 2004, 2002, somewhere in that area. Epic battle. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just go Google Ricky Craven and it'll pop up. Epic battle, lap by lap, just trading paint. The the cleanest few laps of hard racing I've ever seen. They, they respected each other. They beat it and banged for multiple laps, lap after lap after lap, and came to the line, touching and, and beating and banging together um, for, yeah, one of the greatest finishes, if if not the greatest finish in NASCAR history. Um, so Ricky Craven has 133 starts in that number 32 car. Two wins uh, in that. He completed 35,000 laps in that car number. Dick Brooks has 30, or rather 78 starts in that car. Corey LaJoy shows up third on this list before he moved over to the number seven. Uh, For Spire Motorsports, he was racing that number 32 car, um, 72 starts for him. Three top 10s in that car, pretty impressive for for what that car was. Matt DiBenedetto, also 72 starts over a couple seasons in that car. Um, Prior to LaJoy, uh, he had also three top 10s over that streak. This guy, fifth on the list with 64 starts, Brownie King. What a name. Um, I really hope that he... Like made brownies after his racing career, and you would think start a company named the Brownie King, right? I mean, if that's your name, boy. Uh Travis Quadpole, a guy we talked about the other day, uh made some starts in I don't remember what number it was. Was that yesterday in the 33 car? Actually, I believe. Was, so yeah. He made 49 starts in the 32 as well. Uh Bobby Hamilton Jr., Ken Schrader made 30 starts in this car number. Uh Mike Bliss, Dick Trickle, Timmy Hill. Jeffrey Earnhardt started 21 races in this car. Terry Labonte, hall of famer started 19 races in this car number. Um, some other names on here: tiny Lund Boris said started nine races here. The, the known road course ringer. Um, and then, yeah, you've got just tons and tons of names on here. Ron fellows, another road course guy, Alan Kowicki. We talked about him a little bit yesterday. He made three starts in this car number. Um, uh let's see, there was, wow, 108 different drivers have started the number 32 car in the Cup Series. Um, And 544 of those in Ford, 304 in Chevrolet, and then it's kind of everything else. You got some a Jaguar, one race in a Jaguar what? in NASCAR. I think that's the first time we've seen Jaguar pop up on here. Uh, Lincoln, Kaiser, Morris Garage, Oldsmobile, Hudson, Buick. All a few starts in the car number 32. Um, so yeah, no current car number 32, but whoever starts it next will be the 1001st start in the cup series. Uh, in this number, who the hell led Jaguar into the
0: NASCAR series? I, I wanna, uh... I, I wanna know the history behind that one. We may have to look that one up for uh, another day, but I, as far as Ricky Craven's concerned, I remember obviously I started watching in 2003 and uh, he was part of that and then he only had one more year after that but Ricky Craven that's a name you don't necessarily hear um all that much in fact he finished uh what was it you know he won uh, at Darlington that was the one that you were talking about uh with him and and brush um in that 31 car uh or not 31 car um, 32 32 car yeah so what a what a freaking name man that's a callback I haven't heard in forever so Ricky Craven that's why I love this this history part of it
1: Here's a uh, part of part of ten odd odd things from NASCAR history, from the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Uh, 1954, the Jaguar XK120. Uh, in June of 1954, NASCAR staged its first road race, inviting foreign cars to compete in a hundred-mile Premier Series race on the two-mile road course in Linden, uh, New Jersey Airport. Keller was one of two cars to finish on the lead lap the other being joe eubanks in a 51 hudson hornet keller's car was owned by race promoter ed Otto. blah 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 so that yeah that was the one time is that the only time it's got to be the only time i wouldn't think that jaguar made their way back in there the five weirdest cars to ever start in a nascar race uh, Jaguar does make that list. You had a Porsche, a Chevy Bel Air, the Jaguar XK120. Yeah, that International 100. Um, yeah, it was an aluminum body, ash-framed car. Uh, extremely rare and quick car in the period. Um, yeah, he, he was... There was 20... He was... Wow, 21 of the 43 vehicles were foreign-made in this race. Um, and he ended up winning that in, in its only start. <laughs> the Volkswagen Beetle actually started a race in NASCAR. <laughs> I thought that was only in the Lindsay Lohan movie, but, uh, <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> little Herbie Lovebug action yeah. going on. Uh, so yeah, Jaguar, uh, one of 29 different manufacturers that have raced in NASCAR history. Um, 16 different manufacturers have actually won a race and, and Jaguar on that list
0: unbelievable that's uh that's a hell of a callback man looks
1: like jaguar actually did start a few different races because it it says between 53 and 56 was their first and last years in the series so that must have been the only win but uh a few starts by jaguar
0: about to go back into my history book my my nascar (laughs) history book and, and
1: read that's some fun fun nascar history there i did not realize that a jaguar had ever Ever started in the Cup Series in NASCAR.
0: No, Cody, a Jaguar never did. A Jaguar. (laughs) A Jaguar. A Jaguar did.
1: (laughs) A Jaguar, of course.
0: All right. Well, listen, uh, as much of our history is fun to to jump down, there's so much news and notes to get to. We just love giving you a little piece of of history because, you know, that's what we do here in the offseason. Bring up names like Ricky Craven to you and, and ask if you remember who he is. Hardcore racing fans are like, yep, I know, yep. that Tide oh, car. You still
1: see him. I, I think he's on. He worked for ESPN for a long time. I think he's with Fox now with FS1. Uh, you still see him every once in a while back in the studio as as an analyst kind of breaking down things going on around there. So he's he's still hanging around a little bit.
0: Hard to get rid of NASCAR racers. They they love the sport too much. Every time they, they go away, they never fully go away. It's like, eh,
1: let's That's pop our true. heads
0: back up in the booth. <laughs> um,
1: Absolutely.
0: All right, let's take a break. Come back, get to all the sorts of news coming up. Again, we look at these news angles from the aspect of what does that mean for us as a gambler later on down the road. So we'll always put that twist on it. But, uh, you know, if you're if you're just now joining the show, uh, our offseason content basically takes that little spin. But we like to take you down history road. Uh, just just to get you more familiar with the sport if you haven't already. So come back. We'll talk about some news and notes. But before we do, let's tell you about WinBet. It's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states. Just go back to the beginning and find out which those are. And there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. Just like Cody said earlier, the NFL playoffs are here. So make sure you go down to WinBet to check out all of the listings for those, there's great odds, there's great promos, there's great payouts. It's all happening right now at WinBet, and I know you're ready to play, so sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. That's limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long, sharp parlay of the week, you get $1,000 of free free credit so much to choose from all you got to do head over to sports gambling slash wimbet so they know that we sent you that's sports gambling com slash w-i-n-n-b-e-t offer subject to change terms and condition wimbet.com must be 21 or older and present the player through wimbet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 all right, Cody, as always, there's stuff happening in the sport. And as we talked about a couple of days ago, as the season starts to get closer and closer and closer, that news will pick up quickly. I know that we probably are still looking at stuff on your list from back in uh, December, um, but I'm sure that we're we're filling up that uh, that little legal notepad that you have ever so much more as the season starts to get closer, right?
1: yeah i gotta cut down another tree for for all the notes i have to make for uh, for this uh but yeah it's been again another crazy news week in nascar already it's only tuesday and i think it's tuesday no it's wednesday but that's okay it doesn't really matter i sometimes it's hard there's a big snowstorm coming here and i'm i'm lost with what's going on what day and and when but only wednesday but it's been a very busy week in nascar news um so some of the some of the stuff from this week track house announced that they're not going to enter a third car that project 91 car in the daytona 500 um that was expected to be one of the entries right we talked about all the different entries and confirmed entries and speculative entries um the biggest part of this is that was one of the rides that elio castronovez was possibly going to be in um so that takes that away it sounds like if the number 50 team enters um the, the floyd money mayweather team that he will probably be in that car but the project 91 car will not be entering the 500 uh track just released a statement about it saying basically that after review they're not gonna not gonna attempt that race and gonna focus more on sounds like more on like the road courses and stuff where, where they're bringing in like they did last year you know f1 drivers and kind of other racing drivers uh into that car and i know that's that's kind of their main goal with that. So maybe they started looking at that list for the Daytona 500 and thought, boy, that's kind of expensive to not make the race, and, and maybe we'll we'll enter this car in some other races where they're basically guaranteed to get in because there's not going to be more than, than 40 entrants.
0: And that says something, though, because you know that house has been such a, a powerhouse team anyways, and for them to not feel comfortable fielding a third car, even with all that success from last year and even with them – I mean, that just goes to show the competitive nature of trying to get into the Daytona 500, that a team like Trackhouse was like, yeah, probably don't stand too much of a chance to get in there. And think about it anyways, too, from the 36 that are always there, right? How many did you say there's like eight extra spots that they're doing? Yeah, I think
1: we're at, so I think we're at confirmed now, it's either 41 or 42 entries and there's only so 40 make the race the 36 are guaranteed in the chartered cars those are the guys we see each and every week you know or at least the car number is not necessarily always the same driver in a few of those but um yeah so i think we're at like 42 now so and that's with a lot of them up in the air still we got the 50 car um there's that that new german racing team that potentially is going to enter um the fdny racing or whatever I think the, or New York racing, I don't remember what they go by now, but they had talked about maybe entering a car you Got the two team Hesburg 26 and 27 cars. That's five more cars there. Um, we're going to talk about another guy that they just confirmed entry in today. Uh, and so the list continues to grow. So, so you're at at least two guys probably not making the show now um, and potentially another five or six to add to that list. And as you continue to add five or six more, it's five or six more drivers that wouldn't be able to make the race as well. Could be a sponsorship thing, too. Maybe they weren't able to nail down the, the pro- appropriate sponsorship. Maybe they didn't want to waste resources. We know Super speedways, right. These cars are going to get destroyed, a lot of them. We, we've seen it time and time again. And with NASCAR taking these cars back over the offseason, changing out the front and rear clips, they changed the nose, obviously, on the Chevrolets on all of them, but Chevrolet specific to, to track house. Um, and there is still parts shortages, right? Everybody, we see it every day, right? In in our everyday lives, there's still just labor shortages and parts shortages and a shortage on everything, anything and everything you need at, at the store, at the, you know, in, in these situations as well with getting parts and stuff, they're still limited. Um, so maybe wanting to save that extra car put more focus on Ross Chastain. He's a really good super speedway racer, right? He won a Talladega last year. He was in a couple of those super speedway races. Let's try and go get that, that Harley Earl, Earl trophy, right? And, and get the, get the Daytona 500 win. So maybe focus your resources more on that. Who knows exactly what the reason is, or if it's a combination of all those things, but, but yeah, they will not be entering that car, at least in the 500, but they did clarify that, that we will see that project 91 car, multiple times this season uh, at other other events. I would think
0: that the resource management aspect of it probably factors in pretty heavily into this because obviously you're right. You don't want to tear a car up. You don't want to put a ton of, of resources that you could be using on, you know, guys like Ross Chastain and Daniel Suarez later on down the road to actually win a, a race, you know, a road course race like you alluded to earlier, or maybe try to punch through in one of these Um, shorter tracks or whatever, you know. So I get it. I mean, I I, I fully understand, fully back that. And I I mean, as much as you want to see another track house car on the track uh, for the Daytona 500, um, I think pouring resources into the two that they already have, into the guys that are already going to be racing for them full-time, probably a, a better idea. But, you know, that just means it's one less competitor for Jimmy Johnson to have to fight through, so I don't care.
1: There you go. Makes, makes his path to get in a little easier. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, maybe they had their, their sights set on Elio, and and maybe that fell through, and, and he's going to end up in the 50 ride instead or something, and then they didn't really have another driver in, in mind, and so who knows what, what exactly canned it, but it's canned. While that car is not entering, Colleg is entering another car, into the Daytona 500 we talked about I think it was last week they had tweeted out the number 13 font and just kind of left it at that with the eyes emoji well now we have the official announcement the number 13 college car will be entered in the Daytona 500 and that will be Chandler Smith uh driving that he's going to be full-time for them in the Xfinity series replacing AJ Allmendinger is moving to the cup series in the 16 car for Xfinity so they're also going to have him enter the 500 um, in the the Cup Series, obviously in the number 13 entry. Um, so that'll be in addition to their two other cars, right? Justin Haley in the 31, and now AJ Allmendinger in the 16. That's going to be cool.
0: I mean, I, you know, you you look at the 13 car. We uh, will, I guess, maybe we'll talk about that. I don't know if the chips land where they where they may. We may talk about the 13 car, but uh, 13 not very a lucky number. In the uh, in the world of of anything, but putting a car out there for the thirteen that that'll be fun. Now now again, will Chandler Smith make it in there? Who knows? I mean, that's that's a big question whether that thirteen car can actually make it uh, or not.
1: Right. Yeah. Not guaranteed again to to get in. Um, yeah. The number thirteen only has one win in NASCAR history. Johnny Rutherford back in the day. Uh, it's not been raced a ton. A little under seven hundred starts, but. Uh, I think it was the lowest number that's not currently in use uh, for NASCAR. You can't say that anymore now because it is in use, obviously, for this race. But, yeah, not guaranteed to get in, right? He's going to be an open car, so like everyone else. And, again, I think we've touched on it, but so the way it is, got the four open spots for the Daytona 500. They'll do traditional qualifying like they do everywhere else. And the two fastest open cars in qualifying are locked into the 500. And then they have the dual races before the 500 we've talked about before uh the first duel is you know the guys who qualified first third fifth all the odd numbers and they'll set the inside row for the daytona 500 based on how they finish other than the pole sitter he keeps that from qualifying but and then opposite obviously the odd numbered guys or even numbered guys set the outside row for the 500 and the other race but then so the top finishing guys in those two races will, will lock in those last two spots and that's how they'll determine uh The open cars that make it into the daytona 500 so chandler smith not guaranteed to make the show i was looking back not really anything super impressive in the truck series as far as super speedways go a couple top tens here and there but no wins or or even top five so i don't know that he'll even be worth making a bet on but maybe he ends up being somebody you're going to use in dfs lineups because if you don't play every single driver in dfs you're doing it wrong for, the, for Super Speedways uh, in some way, shape, or form. But but yeah, so just another another entry to add to that list, and, and he's the one who brings it up to. I'll have to double check, but it's either 41 or 42 that are, are confirmed now for sure going to be there. So when we talk about that, too, as far as even DFS is
0: concerned, obviously we have to basically wait until everybody's locked in before we even start thinking about making DFS lineups. Because obviously if you start making lineups and they don't make the race, then you got to scramble and come up with something. But, um, you know, I figure a guy like Chandler Smith I might take a flyer on him. Yeah. yeah. And Just- his
1: odds are going to be real long, right? He's going to be probably 101 or so, or more even than that. And I believe they have DFS contests for, The dual races, um, which you can play in, and those open cars are going to be cars you're going to want to play because they have something to race for. Some of these other guys are just not going to want to tear their car up. They'll take it easy. But if if, if he's not locked in on time already, he's going to have to race for that position. And so those guys are going to be guys we're going to target even more in the dual DFS contest because they've got something to race for and they have to do something. Um, so that, that will be somewhere we, where we will almost for sure use him most likely depending on where he starts. But um, in, in the dual DFS contest,
0: did we make a plea to the books already to give us odds for, to make the Daytona 500? Did we, Did we already make that plea? We,
1: I believe we did make that plea, right. but let's make it again because yeah, but I mean, you've got all these open cars now, right? And there's only so many spots, so. Line it up and give us give us some odds on who makes it or who doesn't make it. Give us a yes and no option, something. That's what I want. Give it to us. Exactly. Jimmy Johnson will probably be the favorite, and Rod will still bet it anyways. I'll
0: still bet it. I don't care how Minus low that 900. thing is.
1: I don't care. Take my money. I don't
0: care. Look, all I know is that I'm gonna make money off of this. Lose, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag uh, NASCAR gambling podcast
1: trademark. So um, all right. Um continuing in the colleague camp. Um, Landon Castle had been announced as returning full-time in the Xfinity series in the number 10 car for Colleague. Um, But Voyager Cryptocurrency had been the sponsor carrying him. They have filed for bankruptcy. They're now going through the court process and selling off their assets. That's bad news for Landon Castle. Um, So he does not have a full-time ride in that 10 car anymore because that was based on having the funding for it. And he does not have the funding with them losing. Um, So it sounds like he's still going to be part-time in that car. Potentially he's trying to put together some sponsorship deals and packages. Um, He's one of those drivers. And unfortunately we we've seen it before and we continue to see it right. There's, there's certain drivers that kind of rely on sponsorship to carry them. And, And for some guys like Brandon Jones in the Xfinity series, right. Menards is in his back pocket. They're not going anywhere. They're huge in the sport, and that helps him. He got him a ride with Joe Gibbs. It's got him over at JRM. Now He's a good driver, and he's done good things in those chances, but that's helped him get to where he's at. A guy like Riley Herbst, the only reason we can think of that he's still racing for Stuart Haas in the Xfinity Series is because Monster, for some reason, loves the kid. And good on them, but, again, the, these guys, a lot of times that's what carries them. That's what gets them opportunities to get into some of these rides. You have guys... Um, up in up in the Cup series, that will get certain starts at certain tracks because they can bring the sponsorship to that car. And teams like the 77 car in the past, they've got Ty Dillon full time this year, but the 78 car this year, even um, you know, will have guys in that car that can bring sponsorship money for certain races, and and so these guys rely heavily on that. Unfortunately, when it goes this the, the bad direction where you lose a sponsor based on on what's happened here with that um with the voyager crypto uh it's costing him a full-time ride so that opens up some questions they're a chevrolet team right they have cup series drivers and Justin haley and aj allmendinger they have an alliance with rcr racing does this open up the 10 car talking of sponsorship money right to bring some cup guys down and, and race part-time in that car we've we've seen that over the years right the Joe Gibbs always has a car that's rotating through and and that car is specifically, who's got sponsorship money, right? And can pay for a ride and cup guys that come down and bring their sponsorship with them and whatnot. So opens up some opportunities there. Does AJ Allmendinger run that 10 car on road courses, right? He's the winningest driver in Xfinity series history on road courses. He's still with Colling in the cup series. Maybe he brings that down to the Xfinity series, makes some starts in that 10 car. Um Over at at RCR, you have Kyle Busch. He's retired from the Xfinity Series because he reached over his 101 wins. He's sitting at 101. He said he would retire at that point. But now that he's in the Chevy camp, do things change? Does he get some sponsorship stuff that really wants him to do that? Maybe he jumps in that 10 car and does some races. Austin Dillon maybe comes over there. Does Justin Haley, they should put him in there for the Super Speedway races because he's great at those. Um, so it opens up opportunities and then maybe you see other Chevy drivers, right? You got guys like Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, he went down and drove some of those big machine, uh, races last year for them. Um, so yeah, it it opens up a lot of questions for, for maybe other people that will get opportunities. Unfortunately, at, at Landon Castles, you know, not good for him this news, but could open up other opportunities for some other drivers that are able to bring funding with them and either move up or, you know, and into that ride with their sponsorship money or see some guys from the Cup Series maybe kind of step down and fill in there. Do feel bad for Castle, though. I mean, obviously, you, you think you're in a
0: full-time situation and then something happens and it pulls out the rug from underneath you. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that we would probably end up bringing up quite a bit just as an intriguing little play uh, here and there especially if there was some head to heads with him uh, we actually did talk about him a few times last season I believe when we were talking about some of these races and and him in a favorable favorable position uh, in the races that he ran so yeah I mean hate to see it I know he, he ran cup for a little bit too right I mean he made it up Yeah, he's, cup. he's
1: kind of bounced around in the in the 77 a, a bit uh, part-time last year and he's bounced around to different rides over the years with that so we'll see. Some of that was that Voyager. Uh, that's why he was in the 77 car so much last year. It was Voyager was on the car almost every time. Um, and so we'll see. Um, Josh Balicki was the other guy I was thinking of too in the Cup Series for the 78 car. He ran in the 77 a few times last year. He's got um, that insurance company that that's always with him and sponsoring. And, and guys like that rely on that those sponsorship dollars to keep rides. Um, so hopefully somebody steps up or, or he's able to find a new partner Uh, somebody else that's interested in helping him along and continuing his career but yeah definitely a guy we talked about at super speedways was always decent there the college cars have always been good at super speedways a little bit of a disappointing season last year but college overall was kind of disappointing other than Almondinger, of course Uh, most of that success was really on road courses their program kind of seemed to fall off a little bit everywhere else which we talked about might happen with the shift to the next gen cup series and, and kind of allocating your your resources that direction so we'll we'll just have to see where that car goes and and what opportunities that brings up for for anyone else
0: you know as a former salesperson of radio airtime it was uh i know it's difficult to get anybody to open their pocketbooks up uh so finding sponsorship is never easy because people do not like to pry themselves from their hard-earned money and when you try to convince them that advertising works uh, it's not always the easiest of uh, of proposals for, for companies. And I can only imagine, I mean, look, in our little radio station, we weren't charging a whole hell of a lot compared to what NASCAR, I'm sure, uh, <laughs> asks out yeah. of their well, sponsors. And,
1: and you look at everything they have to compete with today, right? Like back in the day, you had radio and TV and, and billboards and NASCAR. You know, I mean what else now with all the social media platforms, with podcasts, with YouTube shows with I mean there's so many different ways to get content and to advertise out there that kind of spreads out the advertising dollars and it used to be where you had sponsors like M&Ms like Lowe's like FedEx that just were on cars all year and we don't see that much anymore and so to find a sponsor that was going to carry you a majority of the season that was alone you know in itself was kind of wow you know that doesn't happen much but but now it's even harder and you got to sell, try and sell, you know, regional races or local races. You you get a, a company that's, you know, got a big base in an area and you try to sell them for that ride. But then you, you got to sell all kinds of different sponsors. And it's a different game today than it used to be. And that's a good thing in some ways because we're getting more sponsors and more people into the sport. We've talked about that. But at the same time, a lot more work because you got to sell it yourself to so many more people and, and rely on so many more different checks from different places. Ugh. <laughs> oh, not a lifestyle you want.
0: Uh, all right. What other? Uh, in fact, you talked about Kyle Bush earlier. Is it time yet, or do you got anything else for it's, us before we hit it? It's time.
1: Let's, let's get into it.
0: It's time. So we talked about the Cars Tour. Uh, I think it was, was it yesterday? Was it last it week?
1: Be, it's, the days are running together. Oh again, my God, it's a blur. <laughs> I think it was on the, the Monday show. I think you're right. We, we, so We missed Tuesday this week. That's so. all right. We needed
0: to. Right uh, <laughs> we need to catch our breath. No, but yeah, we you, talked you about the-
1: You didn't want us here on Tuesday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, we talked about the Cars Tour and, and all of the big names that are attaching themselves to that on the last episode, but uh, another little tour that we got going on that's already got big names attached to it has yet another- big name attached to it. You may recognize this guy, uh, Kyle Bush. Now moving over to SRX Cody, you love you some SRX. And now that Kyle Bush is going to be there. Holy cow, dude, what does this mean for it?
1: Yeah. So, so we touched on SRX a little bit last year and our goal this year w- with expanding the show a little bit and having more episodes is to hopefully be able to get more in depth with us SRX. Um, so if you don't know what that is, the superstar racing experience, Tony Stewart is, is the main owner Ray Everham has a part in that, and they have some other partners. But um, last year, I think they were racing, I want to say, on Saturday nights um, on CBS. This year, they've, they've signed a new deal. and this So this series is, is similar to IROC back in the day, Dale Earnhardt and other guys, International Race of Champions. So ba- the, the basic premise is that SRX supplies these cars. Nobody's bringing their own car. It's a different car. You get all that, like, they're just, you know – the base car, and this is what you get. Everybody should have the same stuff. And, and it's more of a an event than necessarily, or, or more of a show than a, than a true competition, right? Like they'll throw, they literally throw cautions because it's been too long since there's been a caution to bunch them back up and make them race again for it. And it's super fun to watch. So they've agreed with a, to a deal with ESPN um, to bring back Thursday Night Thunder, so these races are going to be on Thursday night, which is perfect because we get truck series on Friday, Xfinity on Saturday, Cup on Sunday. Now we got something on Thursday night. It's going to be on ESPN. That's easily accessible. Gets ESPN talking more about NASCAR, more people's eyes on racing, right? Um, so that's good. So it's a six race season, just like it was last year. It's going to start July 13th um, and it'll be every Thursday night, same time, nine o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Central. Um and that's for all the races it's six weeks in a row six thursdays in a row same time same place so you don't have to worry about that um but yeah so kyle bush of course you just mentioned him that's the the biggest name i would say so far that they've announced and they're just kind of starting today it seemed like to announce the new drivers um and i, I think as we continue to go we're going to get more announcements right um but kyle bush is going to be running two events uh the one at the, at the motor mile and at berlin um, they also announced Clint Boyer is going to be running in a couple. We know him obviously now from from Fox in the booth calling races there, but a NASCAR legend in his own right, a dirt car legend back in the day. I, he's from Kansas, not far from Nebraska where I live, and used to see him race dirt car, dirt late models, and dirt cars all the time uh, growing up. It was so much fun, um, but obviously a great race car driver in his own right. He's going to be running in three of the events, so that's half of them. Um, the event to open the season at Stafford raceway. Um, he'll be in the Berlin race and at the motor mile as well. Wait, no, he's going to be, he's racing in at Stafford, the motor mile and Lucas oil. So he'll be racing against Kyle Busch at the motor mile race. Um, and then Kevin Harvick, he's going to be stepping away from, from the cup series after the season, but he's already finding another place to to run. He's going to run two of the events. Um, He'll also be racing at the Motor Mile, um, and he'll be racing – no, he's not I, – I got this all over the place. <laughs> he's going to be racing at Stafford. So him and him and Clint Boyer will be racing against each other in the first race of the season at Stafford, um, and then he'll be racing at Berlin where he will race against Kyle Busch in that race. Um, Elio Castro Noves is going to be back for three races. He raced a ton at last year. Um, and so he'll be at at the motor mile at Berlin and the Lucas oil race. Um, so the motor mile race, that's going to be against Kyle Busch. And that's going to be the one that Clint Boyer is in as well. Um, Marco Andretti says he intends to come back. He actually won the championship, um, in that series last year. Uh, not been announced if he's going to be full time or what the deal is. Um, but then just going through some of the names we saw last year, just to kind of give you an idea of what they're looking for. So Tony Stewart owns the series, right? He's also racing in it each week, every week, and he won the championship the first year, the first year of it back in in 2021. Rigged. 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 I know, right? It's, it's always kind of like, <laughs> uh, you know, when you when you win your own thing, it's like, hmm, how's that happen, right? <laughs> Are all these cars the same? I don't know. <laughs> Another fun thing too and they did this with Lot with Tony is they'll actually talk to the drivers while they are racing. It'll be green flag racing and they'll be like, hey, Tony, this is so-and-so up in the ESPN booth. How's it going out there? And he's, you know, you can hear him breathing hard, and he's struggling as he's as he's turning the wheel and and trying to pass cars and talking on the broadcast at the same time. And that's part of the, the show of it all, right? It's more of a, it's the superstar racing experience. And so it's more than just a race, and they are bringing all these superstars from all sorts of different motorsports, bringing them together, putting them in the same, basically stock car right and having them go race against each other and uh so yeah some of the names last year Haley Deegan uh did a couple of races in this one Ryan Newman we all know him from from the Cup Series of course Michael Waltrip he he ran some races Bill Elliott I believe raced all of them last year um Chase Elliott ended up making an appearance or two uh Ryan and Dave Blaney both made appearances obviously we know Ryan Blaney his father, Dave, was a great racer back in the day as well. Stewart, of course. Bobby Labani, former Cup Series champion, Hall of Famer. Greg Biffle, a guy we've talked about a few times. Uh, he was in there. Tony Kanaan, IndyCar legend, made some starts. Justin Marks, the owner of Trackhouse Racing. We've talked about his racing history in the past, right? Another guy who just invested, along with Harvick, along with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff Burton, in that Cars Tour that we talked about um, before. Joseph Newgarden, current IndyCar driver, um, was on that list as well. And, and I mean, I could sit here and list guys all day. Ernie Francis Jr. Th- there was other guys um, that made starts. And, and you get a mixture of these current Cup Series stars, right, truck series driver like Haley Deegan. And, and then you get to pass the former champions of of Bill Elliott, a Michael Waltrip who raced back in the day, Bobby Labonte who's still out there racing like m- modified races every week, Ryan Newman who just – left NASCAR a couple of seasons ago. Um, you know, and then you've got your IndyCar car guys and Ernie Francis has raced all kinds of stuff in his life. And, uh, and then every race too, they have a local driver from the track that either the track puts on a, something where they, you know, like a contest or whatever, you win a certain race and you, you get a ride in that. So every, each of these six races as it tours around has a local driver that's in it as well. Um, and I think there was one or two where they actually won last year. So they obviously have an advantage because they know the track, right? All the intricacies of the track. And then they're in the same car as a Chase Elliott is or a Bill Elliott is. And and they're able to to race against them. Um, and so the six race schedule um, kind of goes mostly East Coast, upper Midwest area here. They're going to start the season at Stafford Motor Speedway. That's in Connecticut. And if if some of these races are close to you, Go check this out. This is, I mean, to see all these guys uh, of these names at this race to get racing against each other and doing the whole experience, it is an experience that you'll want to get. Uh, one of these races in Missouri, about uh, five hours away from me, that's, that's a little bit pushing it, but I'm, I'm considering it. If, if it works out, I'd like to make it over to that uh, just to see it because it, it would be so much fun. But Stafford Speedway in Connecticut um, to open up the season. Then they'll head to Thunder, Ro- Thunder Road in Vermont. Uh, the Motor Mile is over in Virginia. Berlin Raceway up in Michigan. Uh, then they're going to Dirt, Eldora, a track that Tony Stewart owns. Wonder how they got in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that that one is in Ohio. Uh, and then they'll finish off the season at Lucas Oil Speedway, and that's in Wheatland, Missouri. Uh, that's that's the one that, that would be closest to me. We'll see if I'm able to make it over there or not. But, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for for – the superstar racing experience to come back. This will be the third year of it. The first couple of years were successful. Um and they even during the races there was one race where I think Bill Elliott was had an issue with the car. Well, that's not really his fault, right? It's not his car. It, and so they waited an extra 10 minutes, got the issue fixed and made sure he got the chance to be out there and compete. And so Just the way that they kind of run things and do things. I think I want to say there was maybe some inversions at at some points where, you know, if if you're first, you go back to sixth. If you're sixth, you go to first and just kind of shaking things up. They have some heat races where you earn points in those to to set the lineup for the main race. Um, And so it's it's kind of a whole evening of different kind of racing. And and you're seeing all these legends of the sports um, racing together, and having fun and we did a couple of times get some odds last year um threw out some bets and it's it's crazy because while all these guys are in similar cars right you have different talent levels of course so yeah if you put chase elliott in there he's probably you know a recent cup series champion a kyle bush one of the greatest drivers we've ever seen right his odds are going to be a little shorter but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to go win because the local guy does have that that you know track experience or some of these Ernie Francis's racing every week type of thing and whatnot. So there is there was some some good value that, that could be had on, on some of those bets last year. Um, and yeah, this is one we're gonna definitely be talking about more on the show this year. Unfortunately it's only six races that maybe someday it will get more. Um, but maybe you know the six races makes it one of those things where you know if the Big Mac was available every day, People wouldn't need it, but you bring it back every once in a while, and and people go crazy for it, right?
0: Oh, the McRib? Yeah, the McRib. Yeah, yeah or, that's what I was
1: – yeah. I guess the Big Mac is available every day. I was going to say that,
0: that or the Mexican pizza. <laughs> I, I know the Taco Bell, the Mexican pizza. Yeah, every, it's go. not available every day. <laughs> and that's the thing about racing, though, overall in general, is I feel like football is such a fragmented fan base, right? I mean, it's the NFL, and that's it. Like, if you're, if you're a fan of the NFL, you're not really allowed to be a, a fan of – any spring league because it's like, uh that's not real football, you know, or you can't, if you like the XFL, if you Do like you think USFL, that way,
1: change your mind because the XFL and USFL are great. Oh brother, you don't, you don't got to sell me on that.
0: <laughs> but uh, that's the same thing. But with racing, it's like more, any racing is good racing. You know, it's like you yeah. can like NASCAR, but you can also like your short tracks. You can also like your dirt tracks. You can also like um, SRX. You can like Indy. You can like, F1. Like it doesn't matter. There's no exclusivity when it comes to, to folks that like racing. And I think that's what I enjoy most about covering the sport as a whole because, you know, we've talked F1 over the course of our, our time here. We've talked um, IndyCar. We've talked SRX. We've talked, you know, obviously the lower series is what we were kind of covering in the end, anyways, right? We did talk about the Cup Series, but in that, we started to branch out because people wanted to hear more about trucks. They wanted to hear more about Xfinity. They, they wanted to hear more racing things. And, you know, I, I think as the the books start to catch up to this stuff, we could start seeing a lot more in terms of what we're seeing book-wise and, and offering-wise. And as the gambling in America starts to become more prevalent, as, as sports gambling starts to pick up, like, I would like to see more of – SRX odds. I would like to see more of ARCA odds. We talked about that. I would like to see more of, you know, whatever the other little series that they've got going on on FS1 odds, you know, motocross odds, all that stuff, man. I'm okay. I'd like to see more of that because that to me means that the sport's growing. That to me means that we get to see now more of an opportunity to place bets and cheer for, a lot more racers than we've ever had before. So, um, damn it, is this our weekly bid for more? <laughs> I think, I think it
1: like- is. It always devolves into that. Yeah, but, it does. But no, great points. And we had odds for this last year. So, I mean, you're going to assume that we'll have odds again this year. Maybe we end up getting some head to heads or something like that. That would be awesome. Um, you know, if you do get a, a Ryan and Dave Blaney, put them head to head. And obviously, you know, Blaney's going to be juice or, well, Blaney's going to be juiced one way or the other, of course, but maybe Ryan is juiced up a little because he's the current racer, but you can bet on plus money for his dad to beat him. And you know, those guys are going to go hard at it, head to head out when Chase and Bill Elliott raced against each other. They were battling it out for laps because they're both NASCAR champions and, and great drivers in their own right. Right. And so, yeah, from a betting aspect, this is going to be something we're hopefully able to talk about more as we get the odds for it and have the opportunity to bet on it. And it's on Thursday night, right? So we already have some betting on Friday when there's truck races, Saturday and Sunday, give us another day of betting on racing. Hell yes. And then to your point as well of, you know, where racing is, is, is different than like football. You take a Kyle Larson and you put him in a dirt car at a local track with some of these other guys. Yeah. He's going to win a, a decent amount of races, but he gets beat all the time as well. He wins a lot of races. Yes but he gets beat. You take Patrick Mahomes and throw him on the Omaha beef team up here. (laughs) And and it's not the same thing. Like, you know, he is, you know, it's different in racing than it is in football. And it's, that's, I guess the best way to explain it. And you can put different guys of different levels and different experience and ages. I mean, you're going to throw Troy Aikman out there to play against, you know, a young Joey Bosa? No, but you can put Bill Elliott and Michael Waltrip out there against Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney and Kyle Bush and Kevin Harvick, and they can go race each other because you can span the ages uh, to a degree, of course, in racing. And so, yeah, racing in that area is so much different than any other sport, and That is is something that is so great about racing is you have that ability to do that. I mean, I was just talking about watching Clint Boyer as a kid. Like when Clint Boyer shows up at the track you go to every week and you get to see him race against these guys that are your local heroes that you watch every week and Ken Trader shows up and, and different guys throughout the years, that's something you never forget getting to see that superstar come down and play. But, you know, yeah, if you go down the street to your college team, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen aren't coming down to play for them again because it's, it doesn't work that way. And so that's, that's something that's unique and special about racing. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped for this SRX season that that we'll get Gotta wait till July for that. So we'll have to wait on, on the countdown calendar for that a little bit longer, but, uh, but yeah, that'll be some nice extra summertime racing for us. Um, and as they continue to announce other drivers, right, this was kind of The first drop of names, they've actually announced the driver's tab on their website doesn't have anything on it as of now, and they just announced these today uh, with Kyle Bush, with Kevin Harvick, I think might have been yesterday, but Harvick, Bush, and Clint Boyer being the main anchors of it, right? And then I'm sure they're working on on deals with who else is coming back, what legends they're going to get back in, and getting guys like Clint Boyer, all that racing he did, all that local dirt track racing, all the Cup Series racing, all that. I don't think he's raced much since he hung it up. He's just been in the TV booth, right? Yeah. And so now you're getting him out of the TV booth, back onto the track, back where he feels comfortable, and we get to see him race again, whereas Troy Aikman's not coming out to play football again. You don't get to see that again from him, right? Could you imagine, though? Tom Brady's different, right? Well, (laughs) he just keeps coming back, whatever. But, but, yeah, you, you don't get to see Troy Aikman out there playing football ever again, but a guy like Clint Boyer, you know, or, or a guy like Michael Waltrip, like Bobby Labonte, you get to see these guys continue to race a few years ago. Ryan Newman's the Greg Biffles, right. That that you watched just a few years ago in the top series still going to come out and compete in these. Um, and yeah, it's, it's very enjoyable and I am very happy and excited
0: for it. I can only imagine a, a game in which Troy Aikman and Jerry Rice and all those guys come out and play uh, an actual – and suit up and
1: pad up <laughs> Yeah, against... and see the physical part of that as Because, yeah, they, maybe like a flag football game. That would be fun even. Uh, but, uh, I'd I, want know, to see know. the full
0: contact. If, if we're going to play put Aikman racing cars – If he hit, he <laughs> might not
1: get back up. You know, it's done with, <laughs>
0: khalil mack bearing down or joey bosa (laughs) or or even uh uh nick bosa bearing down on a troy Aikman. that would not be fun for him i'm sure i'm sure he appreciates that he's up in the booth every single week uh and not down there taking hits a little more
1: comfortable up there than Uh, he would be on the sideline at this point
0: i would think so um Alright, yeah, like I said, this, with this SRX thing, this is going to be fun. We'll definitely throw some odds your way as we get them um, and and keep you abreast on how that uh, shakes out and and really just have some fun with it this season. It'll be a little extra sprinkle into your your betting portfolio. Again, we're nothing if not willing to give you a ton of stuff to have fun with over the course of the, the racing season because while this is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast of course, uh, if it's got four wheels hell if it's got two if it's got none we're still gonna try to give you the opportunity to uh to bet on it uh, i'd like to see track and field maybe maybe even if it's racing right i mean that's, that's racing uh hey, there you go. whatever doesn't even matter right, hey point. we're
1: part of the sports gambling podcast network right hashtag dgens only bet on anything and everything you can and this is another outlet to uh to Flex that betting on racing muscle.
0: Snail racing, worm racing—I don't even care. Whatever. We'll just marble races. Marble races. I still love that thing. I (laughs) I want to. I want to move to Canada just so I can bet on marble racing. That's that's my goal in life
1: now. So the show's relocating to Canada now. (laughs) I am
0: wearing my Canadian football, uh, my my Ottawa Red Blacks sweater today, so it's uh, all good. Um, all right. Before this, uh, this just generates down into nothing but uh, snail racing. Let's. Let's <laughs> uh, let's put a cap on today's episode. We'll come back again this week with more, obviously, to talk about and uh, and a little hidden surprise. Well, we're gonna keep keep posted here. We're gonna give you a little surprise episode this week as well. Um, so just just keep it locked. Keep your keep your downloads downloading so that way you don't miss out on it. But um, yes,
1: yeah, in- and in that vein, make sure you are subscribed on whatever platform you're on, and if you can leave us a review too, helps us out big time shows the bosses to, to continue to bring us back and then, uh, give you, give you more of this. So yeah, drop that, drop that Apple review or Spotify rating or whatever platform you're listening on review slash rating, whatever they have system in place. Give it all. Give it all to us. We'll take it, please.
0: I will tell you that the bosses very much do weigh heavily on the reviews. So, everyone that you leave helps uh, uh, Rod and Cody stay on the air just one more episode long. I would go into a full on Sarah McLaughlin uh, plea to to leave reviews and to save two show hosts, but um, I'll save you that heart wrenching rendition.
1: And- For now, if you don't leave a review, then Rob's gonna do that next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that okay? There you go. So most shows run contests giving you merch. No, 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 guys. I'm I'm saying if you don't leave reviews by next week, I will sing Sarah McLachlan's "I'll Remember You" while Cody makes an impassioned plea to uh, to don't
1: get know. creative with the review too. Like if you get throw some creative, fun stuff on there, we'll start reading those on the show. That's something we're gonna do a lot more this year is read out the fun creative reviews um so yeah so get get those get those in who knows maybe you'll get some merch tossed your way or or a surprise like that as well
0: remember cody's got a fragile ego so please be gentle with him
1: I need, I'm still new at this. I need all the <laughs> reassurance I can get.
0: Oh, brother, 100 episodes, you're not new, my friend.
1: Hey, we're not at 100 yet. Yeah, uh, but okay, you're true. <laughs> you're not on this right. show. Man. You're right.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, we've done way more. Okay. We've, done,
1: we've done more than 100. But. We
0: totally digress. <laughs> Let's go ahead and end it now. Cody, why don't you remind everybody where they
1: can find you on social media? Yes, follow me on Twitter, at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, ton of stuff in the works, uh, working on, I'm going to have the AFC side of things this week for the uh, best bets and props. Uh, so that article's already been started in the works. Uh, so definitely check in and see see where the best bets and trends are on that. Um, that'll, that'll probably be out Thursday or Friday for your reading pleasure. Got a ton more racing articles in the works and, and ready to come out here in the near future. Got some indie stuff, some F1 stuff, some NASCAR stuff out there. So definitely go check all that out. Um, and yeah, you can find all that at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, and then follow the show as well at NASCAR Gambling. Uh, we try to make sure we tweet out every time there's a new episode. There, another way where you can be following and, and notified when one's up, and get in on it. Get in on it. And like
0: we said, you know, just just let the bosses know you like us or don't. I mean, I'm not telling you what to review, but I hope you like us. That's why you keep coming He's back. You've made
1: it this far, dude. Better dude. be a good review. <laughs> I'm
0: I'm telling you right now, if you've yeah, if you've stuck with us for 98 episodes, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. There's so many other shows out there, but keep. Keep loading this one up. Or at least keep downloading it. You don't got to listen. Just keep downloading it. I don't care. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we're coming back tomorrow. We'll have another show for you. Until next time, everybody, follow me on Twitter at RJV Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on over there, whether it's here, Sportsbook Review, whether it's in between media. Uh, just, just follow that link. We'll come back tomorrow with more racing stuff. And until next time, let's go racing and let it ride. So